Hi, this is Doreen Grace. Welcome to the Soul Spa Podcast. Today I will be talking about dream work techniques. I hope you will be inspired and empowered by today's episode. Interpreting our dreams can be helpful, insightful, and enlightening. Dreams can give us augmented ingenuity, creativity, and problem-solving solutions. For example, Larry Page, the founder of Google, had a life-altering dream one night when he was a grad student at Stanford. In this dream, he had downloaded the entire internet onto his computer. After it was downloaded, he examined the links that connected the websites. When he woke up, he then spent hours writing down the various connections that he had seen in his dream. Then he spent the next year ironing things out until he had perfected the original algorithm for the first Google search engine. Similarly, George Washington Carver became an internationally renowned scientist and inventor because of a dream he had while he was sleeping. During failure of the local cotton crop, Carver asked God to show him what to do with the peanut, and God showed him how to make peanut butter in a dream. By acting on his dreams, George Washington Carver, who had been born into slavery, became a highly esteemed inventor and helped revolutionize the economy of the South. Harriet Tubman also credits her dreams for the creative solutions that helped her expand the Underground Railroad that she used to rescue slaves. She said that God spoke to her through her dreams, showing her maps and safe houses along new routes to help her safely guide many people to freedom. By taking action with the information that she received in her dreams, Tubman saved the lives of over 300 people. An entrepreneur and inventor, Carol Robinson, says she often had dreams about herbs and their health benefits in her dreams. When she woke up, she would research the herbs for their various uses and health benefits. She went on to invent Salisbury repellent gel, which is a natural insect repellent made from essential oils that doesn't contain any harmful cancer-causing chemicals, and all because of some herbs that she had seen in her dreams. There are over 50 times recorded in scripture that God spoke to people through their dreams. King Solomon received the gift of wisdom in a dream. Joseph, the father of Jesus, was warned to move to Egypt to protect baby Jesus from King Herod's genocide in a dream. Even the entire covenant between God and Abraham all happened in a dream one night. Dr. Charity Verkler Kambi says, if we added up all the scriptural references to dreams and visions and all the interpretations and actions that people took because of dreams, it comes to a third of the Bible. Does God still speak to us in our dreams today? Yes, he does. We can still receive prophetic information from God through our dreams. Modern psychology confirms that a natural foreknowledge slides past the rational conscious brain from the subconscious mind. This usually occurs during the REM sleep cycle. REM stands for rapid eye movement, which happens about every 90 minutes while we are asleep. But it can also occur at other stages in the sleep cycle as well. 
We all dream at night. Dreams are the way our brain sorts through the day's trivial events as we regenerate ourselves and recharge our bodies. Some of us just recall our dreams better than others. If you don't remember your dreams, don't worry. That just means you are sleeping well. You can improve your dream recall by maintaining a healthy evening routine before bed. Try to avoid high calorie foods uh, three hours before bed and power down your electronics at least an hour before you go to sleep. Most dreams are usually not literal. They are most often symbolic images that mean something entirely different than what it seems. Dreams are filled with puns and parables, idioms and similes, metaphors and allegories. The images that we see in our sleep are typically personal metaphors based on our own frame of reference. So the symbols you see could mean one thing to you, but mean something entirely different to someone else from another background or culture. For example, the color white to an American may have connotations of purity or cleanliness, whereas to someone from Asia, white may represent death or mourning. Going to a party at Chuck E. Cheese may be a pleasant experience for an eight-year-old, but if you hate going to Chuck E. Cheese, then that setting in your dream could represent having to do something annoying or unpleasant that you don't want to do. Depending on your culture, history, frame of reference, and experience, dream images can mean something to you that may be entirely different than what they mean to someone from a different culture. Not every dream is just a metaphor. Some dreams can be quite literal and even prophetic. Abraham Lincoln dreamed he saw a casket in the White House and saw mourners weeping around the casket. He asked a soldier standing guard over the casket who had died, and the guard told him it was the president, killed by assassination. Ten days later, Lincoln was shot at Ford's Theater. Similarly, the neuroscientist Dr. Leaf once had a dream where someone attacked her family with a machete. Later, she and her family were enjoying a day at the beach and someone with a knife attacked them. She used the tactics that she had seen in her dream to outmaneuver the assailant and thankfully, no one was injured as a result. If you have a troubling dream that is disturbing, upsetting, or even just plain repetitive, you really want to know what that dream means. You can ask God to give you further insight through two-way prayer journaling. In two-way journaling, you ask God for insight, then you listen for any new ideas that come to mind as you journal about your dream. Two-way journaling can help you sort out the process of any dreams that may be a prophetic warning or are just causing you to lose your peace. Interpreting our dreams at night can lead to increased ingenuity, creativity, problem solving, and can even be life-saving. So how do you get started with dream interpretation? Here are a few tips from Dr. Charity Verkler Kambi's book, Hearing God Through Your Dreams. She calls this method the Daisy Dreamwork Method. DAISY is spelled D-A-E-S-I and is an acronym for Dream Summary, action, emotion, setting, and interpretation. Here's how it works. 
Uh, number one is the dream summary. You write down a short summarized version of your dream in a journal or a notebook. Just one or two paragraphs and don't get bogged down with too many of the minor details. Just zero in on the main images, actions, and emotions that you recall seeing. If you saw another person in your dream, ask yourself, what does this person mean to me? What are they known for? What was their most dominant personality trait? What is the meaning of their name? You can look up the meaning of their name online for further insight. Step two is action. What is the main action that occurred in your dream? Were you running from something? Fighting with someone? Flying over your house? Opening a door? Driving in a car? If you were driving in a car, that often represents the direction of your life or career. What type of car was it? What color was the car? Who was driving behind the steering wheel? You or someone else? Or were you sitting in the back seat? Where was the car going? Notice the main action of the dream and write that down. The third step is emotion. Ask yourself, what is the main emotion you felt? Did you feel peaceful or angry? Were you disappointed, excited, or grateful? Did you experience love, joy, fear, or sorrow? If you were interacting with anyone else in the dream, were you excited to be engaging with them? Or did you not enjoy their company? Write down how you were feeling in your dream. And the fourth step is setting. Ask yourself, what was the setting of the dream? Was it inside a building or outside in the woods? If it was inside a house, what kind of house was it? Was it your house or was it a different house? Was it grand or was it shabby? Which room were you in? All of these can give you further insight into your dream. And lastly, step number five is interpretation. What were you thinking about before you fell asleep? Often this is enough to at least give you a preliminary understanding of the meaning of the dream. Where in your waking world are you experiencing this type of experience or feeling this way? When you look at the symbols, actions, and emotions in light of what is going on in your waking world, you can often match up your dream with what's currently going on in your life to help you understand the dream's meaning. I had a lot of weird dreams during the pandemic, or maybe I just remembered them more than usual because I wasn't sleeping very well. One night, I dreamed that I dropped my cell phone face down. When I picked it up, I expected the screen to be cracked, but it wasn't just cracked. My entire phone split into three separate parts, then crumbled into tiny pieces in my hand. I wasn't sure what a cell phone could represent, so I looked it up on dreambible.com. This website compiles research from many different dreamers and analyzes the common themes going on in their waking life at the time of the reported dream. Then they provide a summary of all the possible meanings. Dreambible.com is a great launching pad to help you get acquainted with the symbolic language of dreams if you're feeling unsure of what something could mean. But also ask yourself what the images in your dreams might mean to you personally as you examine what's also going on in your waking life. 
DreamBible.com suggested that a cell phone that is dropped might mean a connection has been dropped. Well, yeah, lockdowns had just started and I was concerned about losing connection. So that explanation resonated. Now I knew I was subconsciously concerned about my loss of connection, which added some self-awareness as to how I was handling the pandemic. Thomas Edison said, never go to sleep without a request to your subconscious. So what burning question or dilemma do you need an answer to? When you go to bed tonight, power down early and ask for a dream and expect to receive it. Place your notebook and a pen on your nightstand so your subconscious mind will know you expect to receive a dream. Then when you wake up, you can look up the symbols in the dreambible.com or apply the daisy dream work method to your dream. You can two-way prayer journal your dreams as you ask God for deeper insight into their meaning, especially when your dreams are upsetting or troubling. And you will know you figured it out when you have peace about it. Learning to interpret our dreams at night can be insightful and enlightening. It can increase your ingenuity, creativity, and problem solving. And through your dreams at night, you might even invent something new to help solve world problems. I wish you all many sweet dreams and a good night. Thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe to the Soul Spa Podcast wherever you get your podcasts so you'll be sure to catch every episode as soon as it is released. You can also find me, Doreen Grace, on your favorite social media. It's Doreen Grace on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or Pinterest, whichever one you use. I would love to connect with you.